You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. episode poop stravaganza of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has no pants or underwear on and is currently slapping around planet earth's most chapped and calloused boner that's jeff clark hey dude thanks for having me is there a term for half millennial i'm gonna google it i'm gonna google it. you introduce Shelly. and Beaming to us from the apocalyptic wasteland of the future, the bearded man who at this point has probably eaten his weight in boogers, Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat, brat. There, I didn't forget it that time. I threw in a third one. A triple brap. Man. Good evening, mad scientist. So the Roman numeral is just a, uh, a capital D. That's 500, capital D. That makes sense. So this is capital D, MSPH. It's a big deal. Roman numeral D. Roman numeral D. Yeah, excuse me. Get ready to what take this capital D. <laughs> you know what I mean. You also Shiny said half a millennial. Half a half... millennium. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> half a thousand. 500 right i don't know <laughs> fuck big d yeah I, I could have said it a lot uh every other way i could have said it would have been better than the one that i picked yep but yep absolutely this episode's going as well as we could have hoped this is perfect yeah this right is out of the gate not disappointing this is what you've come to expect from the last 499 episodes jeff has mispronounced and bungled every word in the ling- english language as i struggle to make it through that sentence <laughs> yeah, Jeff. I'm dragging everyone down. It's beautiful. And let's also not forget if we could take a quick trip down memory lane. Jeff overdosing on Sizzurp, drinking so much Sizzurp, in fact, that he missed a couple shows <laughs> to recover. Hold on. Let me clean that up. I missed one episode and I didn't drink that much Sizzurp. I just drank it really fast. So you just consumed it too quickly. It wasn't the amount. It was yeah. the speed. Either way. Yeah. I was almost... given a responsible amount. I Jeff... just <laughs> used it irresponsibly. Yeah. Somebody handed Jeff like a cup of scissor, and he's like, oh, you guys got a funnel anywhere around here? <laughs> what a butt chug yeah, this. exactly. I went vertical on it. <laughs> Shuddy boy, as we mentioned, likes his boogers. I actually... If you guys want to take a true trip down memory lane, I don't know if I was necessarily planning on doing this so early in the show, but since we're here, um, I didn't have a ton of time to go through everything, but I tried to find some fun, pivotal moments. Well, we can take some time and do that for when we can actually do a real big blowout extravaganza in person. What do you mean? Why won't you had talked last week that we would probably do something big for like episode 526. You well, picked something like, random. What? 
that's that's like you know we can't you know plan it's tough to plan anything big when we're all in separate locations and we can't no i'm saying we can go through when we do eventually do that actual big one we can have a lot of clips and stuff to go ready that's all i was saying i was this so what what were you saying piss kevin off so apparently by just giving him an out and being like it's not a big deal we're gonna do another one of these i did find some what is going on kevin's piss i was just trying to be supportive you know man i don't know how we got here but all i was trying to do is play a clip (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to turn this into a knife fight. I'm just like stabbing in the dark. Yeah, the I think I think Kevin thinks you're a pussy, Shuddy. That's what I that's what I'm gathering. Uh this also this this clip, hopefully we don't get Shuddy in trouble with this. Um has Schmoopy. If you remember Schmoopy. I have no idea who that is or what you're talking about. I also can't re- don't remember her. Do you remember Man, because I was just going through like old episodes and stuff. Do you remember Half a Foot? That winning nickname? Yep. yep. <laughs> I do. Half a Foot. I do. <laughs> Man, we dug deep on that one. So I think this is from episode 161 when we learned. God, that was so long ago. Of Shuddy's. That's the Mortal habit. Kombat episode, right? This one, I think, was just called Bearded Booger Eater. So then it was just when Dom was on. No, this is this is Schmoopy. Here, oh, listen, listen. I What's thought the Dom was what, the other one than, who said that. I think Dom pointed out that you pick your nose. Let's uh, maybe this will this will spark something. Let's go to the tape. Let's go yeah. to the tape. What's the big thing? What other than boogers and farting do you not like that Shuddy Boy does? <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? It's booger related. You eat them, don't you? You eat I- your fucking boogers. <laughs> Occasionally, yes, it's true. What the fuck? <laughs> Game over, son. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that was a revelation. <laughs> God bless you, I've Schmoopy. been leveled here. I wish the fans could see the look on my face. You eat your fucking bur- boogers? Let me, ex- let me give yourself the- a wedgie. Like, let me try and explain <laughs> what Jeff's face looks like right now. It's actually kind of similar to that when Christian admitted just, that Adrian just, Curry uh, fucks him in the ass with a strap on. Like, Jeff just had that same exact reaction. She just spit <laughs> all over me. What the fuck? You eat boogers. You can't cast aspersion because she spit on you. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously, and that didn't like start like a few years ago. Like you've been doing that forever. You've always eaten your own boogers, haven't you? You fucking weirdo. What do they you taste like? On the ride home from Georgia, and trying to teach my three-year-old that it's cool to do. Go. What do you mean? What if give it. Give us a scenario. What do you mean? Just dig it up in his nose and then sticks it in his mouth and, and tells my three-year-old, hey, eat your booger. Oh, this, oh, this man, one like, looks pretty tasty. He pits the idea to her? Says, this is no, a much longer clip boogers. than I was Fuck expecting. Yeah. But not the 32-year-old man-child. So what would, how would you describe <laughs> the taste of your boogies? Okay. Yeah, what do they taste like, huh? Candy. The sad part is I was sober at that point. I might have been drunk, but I wasn't smoking pot because she was not cool with that. So oh, I wasn't even high during this conversation. What a weird, weird thing to what not the be deal cool breakers with. are, huh? I know. 
Like you digging for gold and eating it right in front of her doesn't even phase her. But she's like, you better not smoke pot because that could lead to weird things. <laughs> Man. Southerners, you know, they have weird principles, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, another big show moment. This is from episode 102. This is when we learned another big revelation about Shuddy. This one's oh Jesus, not as embarrassing, but still <laughs> a very fun, pivotal moment in MSPH history that still gets referenced when we learned of Shuddy's fear of geese. Oh. Was Do you it? ever have dreams that you're getting attacked by pigs? No. Like, I, man. Can, can it, uh, the, the, I did have a dream about Canada geese attacking me. Canadian were you, geese? Were you farting? No, they're assholes. That's why. Oh. They spawn of the demon. I thought like you were farting a whole bunch while you were sleeping, and then the farts no. translated into ducks in the dream world. No, you know that I hate them. <laughs> what, <laughs> farts? No. Geese? Canada geese, yes. What? Can Are you saying Kennedy geese? Canada. Can Canadian geese? They're not called Canadian geese. They're called Canada geese. Do I need to Google this shit and prove it to you, Jeff? No, it's fine. I just didn't hear you. I was All also right, so wasted Canada during that geese. conversation. Why, how, I can hear what do you mean? Voice. How are you afraid of them? I am fucking terrified. <laughs> like if you see one, it's like I mean, what do you mean? It's whack, like, whack. It's panic attack I, like, really, I hate all animals so I, I besides wait. a dog i do not fuck with animals Kevin, oh. you, we've been long enough that you you should know this i'm actually hurt you don't oh fuck man <laughs> oh, you never told me hurt. and for good reason holy shit yeah, you're afraid pussy. of canada geese what about Dude, regular I, geese nope just the canada <laughs> just <laughs> those fucking demons and those with the fucking french canadians i don't like their beady little eyes and hockey jerseys shutty 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 <laughs> No, I was attacked by a flock of them when I was little <laughs> while feeding the ducks. So, I, they, Who racially profiled them as Canadian, they, though? Like, how did you figure out they were Canadian? That's the name. That is what they are. That's their name. <laughs> what do you mean, though? I don't get that. So when I see a goose, what do I think? The black one, the ones with the black necks and black heads and gray bodies. The African-American geese? All right. Yeah, let's yeah, let's stop it there. I don't feel like that was going to go in a direction that was good for 2021 internet. So, that was from episode 102, which it was actually a pretty epic episode. Like lots of shit happened in it and it was that was when do you remember when we tried to do chat roulette? Yes. Yes. So that was like I don't even know if that's still around today, but Chat roulette was a thing where you just signed onto this website, you flipped your webcam on, and it would cycle you and connect you with just a random person who also had their webcam on. And a lot of time it was people showing their penises or who knows, people just doing weird stuff. And we thought it would be a funny thing to incorporate into the show. But in order to get an active chat roulette account, you have to get thumbs up from three different people before you're allowed to turn. Oh! Your webcam on, and since oh my god, it's a website mostly of perverts. They get pissed off when you don't have your webcam on, so they give you a no. And it took many many tries of us doing this on air before we actually got approved, because people just kept downvoting us, and then that would nuke that email address. 
So this was the episode where we actually got approved. Three people gave us a thumbs up, and we were able to turn our, our webcam on. And I think it was cool because we just stumbled upon, like, some guy I think was had his sunglasses on and was just dancing. Like, we got some good weirdos, and we got some cute girls, and I think we also got the first ever Jeff impression. I think this was the fir- first episode where I ever did the Jeff voice. Oh, people love that. All my friends and family love this. So this is when we connected with a, a girl in New Zealand. And it's kind of hard to hear her because we had three computers going at this point and we couldn't connect the audio to it. So you just hear her kind of in the background. Okay, so is there actual legitimate beef between New Zealand and Australia? You're cuter than any Australian I've seen, but I, I don't know. Are you a big Peter Jackson fan? <laughs> All that I can hear is Jeff. Are, are you a big Peter you, she Jackson? She just told you fan? that you're very nasal. Wait, what, Shuddy? I said uh, we. I can only hear Jeff's side of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, because she's, she's not mic'd up. So she's like super low. But So it's very funny hearing just Jeff throw random questions out and, like he's not getting an answer and just goes on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> are you a big Peter Jackson fan? <laughs> I had an agenda. All right, Shuddy. Are, are you a big Peter you, she Jackson? She just told fan? you that you're very nasal. <laughs> I thought she said. <laughs> I'm nasal. I guess I'm kind of nasal. I'm nasally. Zero. I'm not nasal. Is that a good Jeff impression? <laughs> I think that was it. I think that was the first time I ever got a Jeff voice out. Zero. I'm not nasal. It's a little more gentle. So it was episode 102, like considered one of the banner episodes? I guess it would be, yeah. After the fact, for sure. We learned that Shuddy was afraid of geese. We had chat roulette going. And it was the first appearance of the Jeff voice. That is pretty monumental. Uh, that's it. That was all I was able to pull. I was I was able to get three three clips, but I feel like they were fun little they trips were solid through MSPH sure. history. Do you guys want to do an old bit? Play roast beef camel toe? <laughs> yeah, we Dr. Go, uh, Seuss. We Dr. Seuss that one. <laughs> yeah, we do we'll do uh Jennifer Lawrence, Billy Eilish, and Zendaya. Shut it, you first. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a bit we, we didn't even wait to get canceled on. We were just like, Yep, that one's that one sucks. We're never gonna do yep. that one again. Yeah, that one might not be have some longevity. Didn't um, but, contribute to our uh, close to a thousand positive reviews. I'll tell you that. And we got close. We got so close. I thought we Dude, were. We get lost there. a couple today. It was fucking weird. It's yeah. I can't really make heads or tails of what's going on with Apple Podcasts because I think what happens is if they get like a a group of reviews, they hold them off for a little bit. Because I've seen it happen where. I check and we are we're down reviews. Then the last time I check, I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" And then we take a big skip forward. So maybe they're caught up in some sort of review process. But shout out to the Puminati for trying. We, we oh god, so fucking close to getting a thousand reviews by episode 500. But you know, I get it. I don't I don't like doing stuff either. Technically, we're at 988, but. I looked yesterday and we're at 990, so it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. 
Um, well, hey, Shuddy, I know you've got a, a full tank. We just made, we just listened to some old memories, and it's it's time to make some new ones. You lost the last Oscar bet, which has been quite a while now. It has been. this. It's been a year. It, the yeah. Oscars were in February of 2020, so it's been over a year and that I haven't been able to pay up on this bet. And The bet was whoever loses has to pee in a bong and do a bong hit through their own pee. And we wanted to make sure that this was a bet that would be paid off the next time we were all in oh studio together. It might be another couple of months before that's able to happen again. And, you know, we're here. Here we are. It's a milestone episode. We want to do something special for you guys. And Shuddy Boy um, is cool enough to step up to the plate and deliver to make the Puminati happy and do something special for you guys. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is what they want. This is what they want. <laughs> I am. I'll admit, I am very nervous about this uh, okay. for sure. Well, take uh, us through your thought process. What? No, I mean, what That's, could go wrong? Well, I mean, I have been drinking a, a decent amount of water today versus soda in preparation. I'm worried about like the the bad stuff that's in pee. Ingesting that into my lungs may get me sick, like the uric acid and the 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 bad stuff in pee. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen, but it's. I'm not welching on the bet that I'm just voicing my concerns in case I do get violently ill. I do have a trash can next to me. Um, and so there's not any doubt. I'm going to go off camera right now so I can move the webcam for evidence. Yeah. So we, Shuddy and I have been texting today to try and figure out the logistics of the best way to do this. Cause you know, people are very cynical. The if if they don't see the actual piss, they might think Shuddy Boy just dumped lemonade in a bong. So, and on YouTube, you can't show penises because penises are scary and they cause yeah. mass hysteria if you see one. So, they're Mormons on YouTube. The YouTube moderators. Yeah, your your Google overlords have deemed you um, not qualified to see Shuddy Boy's mushroom head. Yeah, as annoying as they could be, I guess I'd have to side with them in this one. Maybe, maybe dicks aren't. If you can keep that off off of YouTube, I, I, I guess I kind of get it. So pissing dicks, by the way. Also, we right, should not, note not coming dicks. Um, Shuddy Boy, another big reveal he had, never trimmed his pubes until we started that doing is, the podcast. That I thought that's where you were going with the uh, the episode fifty two. Um, 102, right? Yeah, 102. Canadian geese. Uh, Canadian geese thing. So, um, I think that one was called Goosephobia or something. This is, I'm really, I'm also concerned there might be some, some shyness about being able to pee while you guys are technically both staring at me. Well, uh, but oh my uh, God. Here we go. <laughs> This now is like this is happening. I hate this idea. This is the world's worst POV video I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and if it makes you feel any better, Shuddy, I am sort of a brother in solid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn how to blur on iMovie. 
Because we definitely just saw like a millimeter of dickhead whacking in the corner. <laughs> exactly what I was so afraid of happening happened. I thought I had this all figured out. Oh, and also, my God. This How'd pea is a lot more yellow than I wanted it to be for this. Were you eating asparagus? Oh, my God. Okay, so Shuddy Boy just pissed in a solo cup, and now we're watching him pour it into planet Earth's tiniest bong. That is dark. That looks like some Jurassic Park amber. It should not be. I have drank so much water today. All I, The only thing I can think of is it's, I also pounded a <laughs> cup of coffee so I could... Make sure I had to pee. This is... I'm glad you didn't get shy. How's it smell? Like pee. This is just... I hate... Oh, no. I did oh. um, accidentally eat 15 pounds of asparagus. I just have to take asparagus. a hit from this, right? I don't One have hit. to like pack this bowl full. Right? No, 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 no. One hit, and you've paid your due. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff looks like this is more torture for him to go through than Shuddy Boy. I I, I can't yeah. believe I accidentally shook my penis into the fucking <laughs> frame. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Shuddy Boy, there was an episode where I did piss into a teacup and drink it. Yeah, but that, that, also, that was better. not on. Did we put that on YouTube? It's on YouTube. <sighs> All right. Um, it d- did you pack it? I did. It is. There is. Oh, a nug. All right. This. Ah, I hate this. <laughs> Fuck, I hate this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. It's, I get no. I, I hope you're right, Kevin. I hope this is what the Puminati wants. I get no fucking pleasure out of this. It's terrible. I mean, terrible. people have been hounding us like, hey, when is Shuddy Boy paying up on the bet? And you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Hope you're happy, Thunderwolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shuddy's going in for a hit. It's lit. I see smoke coming up. He didn't even... Oh, it cleared oh. the chamber a little bit. He's clearing it. Does it He's not have a slide? A Does it not have a slide? It has a shotgun hole. Oh. It's really shitty. Uh, oh. Oh, Shuddy does not look good. He's dry heaving. He is dry Uh, heaving. Shuddy Boy's neck has disappeared. Oh, that was close. That was almost a puke. Oh. Oh, my God. This seems like it's getting worse before it's getting better. I don't even... Do you need to just barf? Just barf. You got the trash can. Just let it go. You got that dope-ass cat shirt. I was... Yeah, how's the high? All right. He's Do they, I feel drinking. I feel like the cat's face changed expressions. Yeah, the cat somehow looks the more horrified. The cat is definitely witness having the appropriate amount of shock on his face. That's yeah. That's I thought it was a happy cat shit. before you started this. All right. Um well, youtube.com/madscientistpartyhour <laughs> if you want to check that. He's going in for another hit. He is <laughs> He's a thirsty guy, that shuddy boy. Oh, that one got milky You're getting high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what you get. Parasite, you dumb fuck. You know? Oh, God. The uric acid. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, fuck that. I'm glad that's over with. Oh, yeah. Is it beat? It doesn't sound like it's that over. It sounds like you're still like kind of in the middle of the situation. Do you want... You oh, go off camera. It's he just, okay. He just spits uh, his stuff uh, out. Do you want to scrape a resin hit out? No. Nope. That was uh, that was it. <coughs> oh. Uh, man, I'm sweating watching you. Holy shit. All right. Uh, I'm Bravo. Go. go get some soda. Bravo, yeah, you can do whatever you have to. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Do you want to vomit? Sure. Do you want to vomit? No. And he, there, oh, well, he I have less respect for him. <laughs> I oh, really God. thought he was going to puke. He looked like he was in rough shape there for a second. I've had some really, you know, I've had some pretty poor gambling moments in my life. <laughs> and there's nothing that, that is that bad. Nothing. There's nothing that I've lost that has made me feel how he's possibly feeling right now or how he should feel. Oh, man. So, like... In the grand scheme of our Oscar bets, so like you've opted to eat a habanero, and that got so bad we had to pause the show for a little bit because you couldn't even speak. You were so fried. I ate the balut. Um, yeah, I tried to, I tried to argue into you eating it raw, which <laughs> not not chill. That was a bad idea. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy we didn't go forward with that one. Oh, I did do a body shot off of Shuddy Boy. I did a shot of tequila. With the salt and lime. I actually snorted the line of salt off of Shuddy Boy's tummy. Did a shot out of his belly button. Um, Shuddy did the uh, the black squirting dildo of Oreo cream. And what else has there been? I don't know. It feels like there should be like at least seven of these, right? I know. Maybe we didn't start doing the Oscar bets until then. So out of all of those, the body shot, the habanero... Oh. The balut, um, the dildo. I, I don't no, think that habanero the belongs. Shot, the body shot was football. Oh, you you lost that. Jeff came in second. I came in first. And what the bet initially was was the loser had to do a body shot off of whoever came in second, and Jeff was so anti letting you do a body shot off of him. We gave him the habanero pepper as an out and him eating the habanero pepper was what subbed me in to being the be- part of the body shot. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That checks out. So there really are a lo- quite, probably quite a few Oscar bet punishments that we're just forgetting. I don't know. It, it, the hey. piss bong. Okay. So Shuddy, now that you've recovered a little bit, you're back. Um, take us through the process. How how horrible was it? Was it worse than you thought it would be? Was it better than you thought it would be? I have to be careful how I phrase this. Uh, it was better than I expected. I it tasted like weed. Like there was it wasn't like an overwhelmingly different taste than hitting a normal bong. So like my gag reflex, the gagging and stuff was not because it tasted terrible. That was completely probably my body being like, this is not right. So it was Uh, like a psychosomatic response. Yeah, it wasn't like this is absolute. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't want to say that it wasn't disgusting because it, it was, but I really all it tasted like doing a bong rip. Maybe we should have dropped a turd in there. No. Nope. I, I like this. You're not you're not the pussy. It's your body that that's the <laughs> pussy. I got you. I that makes sense. I like that you well, went geez. in for a second hit. I wasn't gonna waste there's still some weed in the bong, but you I'm weren't not. gonna waste. If there was ever a time that maybe you could waste the weed. <laughs> waste not what not. <laughs> Fuck dude. Wow. Uh, well done, Shuddy. You know Thank I'm, you. Well, is that that's episode five hundred, right? We're yep, gonna it's do the over. Patreon we're done, yeah. right, guys. We're gonna go and play some Fortnite and shit. Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna go. What are we gonna review films now? <laughs> well, I actually, I'm gonna have a uh, beer in Shuddy's honor. I prepared something special for this episode, I other should than beer. the, the p bong and my shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna roll blunt. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, cool. Uh letterbox D. No, I did a just a, a quick little tabulation of our <laughs> speaking of our iTunes reviews. I have a quick little tabulation of our one star reviews over the years. Oh, uh, and then I. Uh, I gathered up a collection of. Uh, All star Puminati reviews and I re- apologize in advance if i missed anybody i went based off of itunes names that i could recognize okay and also the puminati stepped up huge leaving reviews for us at the start of the pandemic like they explode there were more reviews from march of last year to now than in the previous like nine years (laughs) total so i only I only went through, went to February of 2020 uh, just because there were too many to pull. So starting with our very first one star review, courtesy of Kill Bill 2, February 4th, 2011. What's their discord name? <laughs> it's titled sorry and if i wanted to listen to dribble i'd listen to morning radio babble i choose not to one star wow what a sassy kill bill but that, that's just, an indictment on you kevin but um I, i'm just gonna break away from the one star reviews momentarily because exactly five years to the day on february 4th 2016 M. Jonesy 88 left a five-star review titled Kill Bill 2 is a dick. One (laughs) star? Really? Get out of (laughs) here. Well, that's great. Thank you, friend. Thank you for coming Uh, to uh, defend our honor. Then on January 28th, 2017, Tanya Harding Jr. said the title of the review is Fart. The body of the review is fart, one star. Hmm. Sounds like a big Queef fan to me. Uh, Honestly, that feels like a five-star review. It it does. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have Um, a different set of of reviews in America than Canadian iTunes, Apple Podcast. So I remember somebody from Canada one time sent a screenshot of a review that said, 
there is no real science here. So this is somebody that tuned in thinking that it was like it's fair. a science and fact-based show, and they're like, all they're talking about is farting and dicks. This is this is childish bullshit. One star. <laughs> I like that one too. I'll take that yeah. one star review. That's, that a, that's a five star review for sure. It's, I mean, dude, it's mad scientist party hour. Mostly we focus on the party more than the science. Yeah. So, we don't even then, stay true to the hour part anymore. And then, yeah. no, uh, black Dahlia six, five, six on March 11th, 2020 left a review titled used to be good now it's trash oh no we jumped the shark it was Wait, great was until this? they decided to make the liberalism more important than entertaining i really used to look forward to this show as a fan of kevin's but shuddy and his sjw nonsense killed any joy any joy i had listening oh. to this show same thing happened to the ellis show his desire to be woke and liked killed what was entertaining about the show one star Man, that guy sounds triggered. Yeah. Yeah, that was following your uh, Charlottesville commentary, right? No, that was March. It was probably something. Oh, this re- March? Yeah, last March. Last March, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Uh, and then oh, we no. actually, November 28th, we also got another one-star review from Flibjib. Uh, Not Flibjib! Yep. Unlistenable. Checked this out after Ellis got canceled. Couldn't get through a single episode. It was awful. Well, that's the thing. You got to do five episodes at least. It's like, you know, I'm going to bring this up in my more uh, Murder Among the Mormons review. Sometimes things start out slow, then they really pick up. And, you know, maybe that's the explanation of this pod uh, for this podcast. And this, but review. now, now we are going to get into some fun five star reviews. These are all okay. Five star from Puminati All-Stars. Again, based on me recognizing their iTunes name and other names we know them by. Gotcha. First one comes from Dominic on uh, April 24th, 2012. How how long does this go? Is this anything like his MSPH digest? Are you going to... Spend twenty minutes on this area? No, seeks is a little seeks is a little lengthy when we get to it. Seek really put in some work for us. Uh, Dom says totally sweet. So many lull worthy moments on the show that I want to jump kick a chair. From Kevin recording his own farts to Shuddy Boy talking about and attending a Magic the Gathering tournament with a bunch of dorks. It's a must <laughs> listen. Please listen. Five stars. Nice. Get all caps. No, but there's. After uh, please listen, there are three exclamation points. Nice. Oh, yeah. Good narration. That's a yell. Then Joel Bong checking in, uh, titled 51211. Been a listener since 51211. I remember hearing this podcast and thinking, wow, Ted Danson's daughter. That's awesome. Hashtag must go back and listen again at Joel Bong. Five stars. (sighs) Wow. I completely forgot we had my ex on here. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Uh, Draven left a review that said, great podcast, keep it up. I oh, must so have he... forced him to leave a review. I, I will ground you. I'm going to take away your micro machines. <laughs> uh, and then Voice of God Mike left a review titled, great show, very funny, good guests. 
As a Jason Ellis fan, I came to the podcast with no expectations, but I've been blown away with how great this podcast is. Keep up the good work. Nice. I'm glad you found that one because I always suspected that Mike was um, Kill Bill too. <laughs> See, that's uh, he secret. still could be. He still could be. Yeah, that's his burner. Uh, then secret can't come in here with any expectations. We're just gonna fucking fail to meet him. <laughs> then uh, Stevie B left one. Oh, nice. That is titled MFPP, uh, and it says more fart puns, please. Twenty two Jump Street. The farts in our stars. I don't know. So I leave it up to the mad scientists. Nice. Now, here's one from Seek on we August. Should do 8th, that. Just to, what? just to take Steve's suggestion, because if we're if we're going to be talking about milestones and the origins of things, this button that gets played from time to time. You just got shuddied, motherfucker. You got shut the fuck down. That right there was a Stevie B idea. He suggested making buttons anytime Shuddy shuddied somebody. And that's where those came from. A silent partner in this endeavor, for sure. Yep. First guest we ever had on. <clears throat> it's so silent. I'm Sometimes I'm nervous about when uh, he's brought up. I'm confused. I just <laughs> have it in my head never to say his name or any of that <laughs> what the hell what the hell's wrong with you i understand what you're you're saying you get where Jack. i'm coming from i right? do i do because yeah i i was not sure what name i should be if i should right uh, i i right, right, well, might not be happy yeah. uh and then seek in august of 2014 left this one one of my favorites i've been listening for a few years now after meeting kevin at my local comic shop the show is infectious and you can't help but love these guys. They cover everything a little geek or outsider like myself needs to hear to help me get through a day with all you normals. Granted, I'm biased because Kevin <laughs> Shuddy and Jeff have had me on the show a few times, but it doesn't mean I'm not right. If you want to have a good time or have some funny and sometimes incoherent, incoherent background noise, tune in to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Give it a five-star review like this and link your Amazon account through their link so that every time you buy something, these kids get a small donation to help keep their audio on point. Holy Enjoy shit. the show. Five stars. Remember that? Amazon sponsorship? Yeah, sponsorship days. <laughs> yeah, I think they axed all those links pretty quickly when they're like, wait a second, we don't need these fools. We're Amazon. Who the fuck needs advertising? It, it's weird that advertising is a thing in the past and our show just keeps growing. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. Like, like less businesses. Like we have a lot less opportunity at getting sponsored, but a lot more opportunity at making money. Well, that's because like weird. I mean, when when this podcast started over ten years ago, the, everybody and their mom didn't have a podcast, so you didn't necessarily need sky high numbers to start getting ads, and then you know. As every bored actor and noteworthy named person was just like, well, I'm going to do that too. Yeah, they kind of stole everybody's thunder, put our download numbers to shame, and then everybody's like, yeah, we're not going to give you guys any money. Fuck you Pretty guys. much what you're saying and what Kevin's saying is Dax Shepard fucked us right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Dax. <laughs> any Dax more Shepherd significant ones? Us right in the um, ass. Shuddy? Uh, actually the, the, 
this one strikes me funny because O. Pete's wife left a review almost five years before O. Pete did. Maybe she turned him onto the show. Uh, it's uh, it, Wife of O. Pete, November 15th, 2016. Incredibly <laughs> insightful is what it's titled. I love this podcast because it represents why I fell in love with my husband. Poop jokes, video games, and comic books. Get to listen every week while he does, and I couldn't be happier. Look at that. Bringing people together. Uh, Mrs. O.P., do you have a friend or like a cousin who's single, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) What? This is exactly what you love about your husband? Wow. Uh, And then just a couple of funny, noteworthy things in all of the reviews on iTunes. U.S. iTunes, uh, a form of the word fart appears in 22 of our reviews. I didn't even know you could search words. A form of the word poop appears nine times, and a form of the word dick appears also nine times. It's a good ratio. Beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. I'm into that. So wait, hold on. Fart was the most? Fart was the most, yes. That checks out. Okay. Yeah. Good job, guys. That was, that is... 22 what's the word i'm looking for keywords no 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 unique comments so in 22 reviews it's mentioned it's actually mentioned fart shows up 29 times in our reviews but it's 20 in 22 different reviews well that's a very important distinction Well, thank oh, you, Shutter. For, that was. Say, if we're tracking this, it is very important. Thank you, Shutter. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Well, would you guys like to do um, a very tried and true fan favorite, Jeff favorite segment? Yes. In honor of episode 500. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. All right, so bear with me on this one. Why does it look like you don't really want to ask this question? Have you ever embrace the cancel caught a whiff of your own butt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was expecting, honestly, to be on an island on this one. I don't think you can. I think everybody has at one time or another in their life caught a whiff of their own dirty butt. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. Well, let me ask a follow-up random brain question. When you catch a whiff of your own butt, does it smell like a freshly opened bag of cheese puffs? No. No. I don't know. I mean, it, it smells like ass. Yeah, I I don't know that I would ever equate a freshly opened bag of cheese puffs to smelling like ass. That that seems yeah. like it's more concerning oh. that you're opening cheese puffs that smell like ass than that your ass might smell like cheese puffs. Oh, no, that wasn't That's a me. great point. That wasn't me. <laughs> like, like, if you're getting cheese puffs that smell like ass, you probably should say something to Ralph. That, that, well, you that should get Uts instead. Or that something. wasn't a question of uh, uh, for me. Um, oh, Pete, oh, Pete said that. Don't okay. blame oh, Pete. Yeah, right, leave well, oh, Pete out of this. 
I'm glad we settled that. That's believable, too. Just because his wife left a review nearly five years before him. (laughs) He he just picked the closest person. Oh, we just talked about OP. OP told me. OP put put me up to it. And we should give a shout out to some of the guests that have been cool enough to stop by our podcast over the last 10 years. Oh, that there was, there is possibly, that was the other, uh, one more notable one. Jason might have left a five-star review. <laughs> well, if that's the case, that would be fucking sweet. Uh, but you mentioned Jason Ellis, previous guest of MSPH. We also had Rob Cordry, TJ Miller, James Doug Gunn. Benson. Doug Benson joined us for episode 420, where we smoked a shitload of weed and did edibles and Shuddy Boy got so stoned he was five feet away from the microphone and couldn't be heard through the whole episode. Yep. I don't I don't remember the specifics, but I wasn't uh at the Jason Ellis episode. I wasn't part of it. And you have worked for or with whatever both uh Jason Ellis since I've met you, and I've never met Jason Ellis. I've been Even to like at, four at of his events. Really? No, I'm no no, no. No, like I've never been like I've never like I, I own a handshake, a beer, whatever, a uh, 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 blunt rotation. Like I own a lot. He's fucking awesome, and he's helped. He's been you know a big reason for the show's growth. So I always wanted to like shoot the shit with him and tell him how appreciative I am of him. But it literally never happened. the The closest that I ever got was uh, I was on Molly in Vegas and wandering around the pool. Uh, you know, where they were doing the, uh, I think you performed the hate bean, uh, uh, performance everlast and everyone's hanging out by the pool and he had a VIP spot and I was just like wandering around and I got like in front of the VIP gate and I didn't like really, I wasn't even like trying to like break through or doing anything. I was just like fucking high, like wandering and Ellis was coming. Like he was entering the VIP section at the same time. And like the security guard, like pointing at him or pointing at me, is like, "Do you know him?" He just looks at me. He's like, "Nope." <laughs> just keeps going. <laughs> I wasn't like, I wasn't offended. I wasn't. I wasn't even really trying to get into the VIP section. You're just or, looking, like, trying to pretend like I knew. Yeah, I was just like, "Hi!" My fucking eyes are bouncing all around. I'm just. Yeah, I remember just, like, that because like, we all took Molly at the same time, allegedly, and Jeff, you immediately just broke away from the group and started surveying people in the crowd. I don't even remember what you were asking, but everybody was asking them if he, if they listened to our show, he was cornering (laughs) them and asking them if they had heard of mad scientist party hour. And it it, it, it allegedly hit Jeff a lot sooner than it hit us. So as we allegedly are starting to start our ascent into molly we're trying to corral jeff because he's got people cornered going a million miles an hour about about our show literally i am like <laughs> like essentially his, guilt his tripping them into like giving clicking, a five-star like, review yeah. hey, hey, do you like fart jokes How many times all right give me your phone let me, let me show you how to download the podcast app you got you got itunes are you are you some sort of canadian <laughs> 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 yeah and that was that was funny too because it got to a point where eventually we all leveled off and jeff and i went to go take a piss one time 
And on the way out of the bathroom, a fan recognized us and was like, oh my God, I love MSPH. You guys are the best. Is it cool if I get a photo? And Jeff and I both got like within inches of his face and we're like Hunter S. Thompson out like, oh, you like the podcast, huh? <laughs> and I saw the fear hit this guy's eyes. He was like, ah, 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 and just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he might be Kill Bill too, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, we weirded that. We might have lost a listener that night. Uh, yeah, but luckily Jeff's, Jeff's um, surveying gained us a handful that made up for it. Um, also, yeah. shout out to, we had Ilya Nyshuler, who directed the movie Hardcore Henry, who has the, uh, as of the date of recording this, the yet-to-be-released Bob Odenkirk action flick, Nobody, coming out soon, which people are pumped about. Wait, he, he directed that? Yep. That movie looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's Ilya's. Damn it, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I wish Can he was still him? around L.A. Because when he was doing Hardcore Henry, like, him and I were hanging out a decent amount. So he took me to, like, the studio. And I got to see early screenings of it, you know, before they had even finished all the CGI and stuff. So it would be, awesome. be pretty dope to get uh, an early viewing of, of Nobody. Where is he now? Is he a New York guy now? I don't know. He He, he tends to bounce around. But I don't know what the you know the pandemic has done to his awesome, travel Texas. From, from Russia to L.A. and stuff. But um, we also had members of one of my favorite bands, Skeleton Witch, on Esther Koo, Curtis Armstrong, the legend Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, who broed down with Jeff because Jeff, you found out he was like Salt Guy or something in some movie you liked. Like, yeah, this oh. movie Bully with Tom Arnold and Rick Moranis. You're he was so like one guy. of the teachers there, and he like uh, one of the scenes was him like tweet like just dumping salt onto the fucking school lunch that he was eating and like tweaking out, and like I talked to him about uh, we we've mentioned this a bunch of times, but I talked to him when he was on MSPH, and he didn't remember like he thought I was making up a movie he was in, and then I pulled like the fucking uh, one of the stills or one of the photos from him. I'm like, see, dude, he's like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I am salt guy, no shit. Yeah, like Doug I, Jones. I shuddied him. Yep, Doug Jones from Hellboy. Uh, that was, I think, our most nervous interview. I feel like really? he was very. I I feel like he was very proper, and we all were trying to be on our best behavior because we got a little vulgar once, and it kind of derailed things. So we, I feel like that's what happened. See, I felt sort of like the opposite. Like I was a little nervous having him on because I didn't know if he was a good fit for our humor, but I, you know, enjoy his work. And when he came in, and he's he's a big hugger, and he gave us, and I feel like Jeff's even weird about that shit, but he gave Jeff a hug, and Jeff was like, oh, yeah, he's a good hugger. He's a very comforting guy. So I was like, all right, I'm ready to shoot the shit with this guy. And we were being a little toned down for the interview. And I feel like once we started getting a little more comfortable and we got a little raunchier, he sort of rolled with it, but I could be yeah. wrong. I could be misremembering things. I remember him being a good dude. Yeah. I've, he was cool. We, we talked about like maybe rehashing some memories or pulling up our favorite, talking about our favorite moments in MSPH history. And I've been high throughout most of <laughs> the recording of this. that it's like, ah, uh. If you're pressing me, I don't know if I can come up with anything. 
remember when we had that guy on who was was mostly an indie director and he had just released that video game oh you mean james gunn oh yeah that guy that guy <laughs> that was my most nervous interview because i was a big fan of his because he wrote the um the remake to dawn of the dead which i thought was sick and I had met him briefly in New York because he's a giant Howard fan. And I, I met him when he was getting a tour from Richard Christie. And that was a day when I had hemorrhoids. So I forget who had told me to, to get like dump Epsom salt in the bath and like sit in a, sort of a shallow, warm bath so your bunghole is soaked. So I got in the tub and I was wearing a Ritalin patch. And the heat of the water dumped all like a thousand milligrams of the Ritalin patch into my body. And then I was tweaking like a crackhead when I was interviewing James Gunn. And that made me very nervous. It was like the worst timing to ever get. I remember you telling that story on the show, on the episode. Yeah. And then he filmed Jeff breaking a karate board. He directed some MSPH content. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking cool. And I believe was it in the, when you asked him if he had anything to plug, he said he had something, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it. Yep. And it was Guardians. Yep. <laughs> we got him right before he could start talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I think if he if it had been a little bit later, we wouldn't have gotten him on. I was actually talking with him about getting him back for a second time, but he like switched assistants and the person like there was like a break in the communications and I was just like, Yeah, I'll I'll fucking stop bothering him. I feel like he hasn't had a moment of downtime since juggling like the Suicide Squad movie now and Guardians 2 and the Peacemaker show that wasn't even a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, now probably, being filmed. He probably had the busiest pandemic out of anybody. And we had, you know, Fitzdog, Greg Fitzsimmons came by, Bobby Kelly. We had some, That's, uh, some cool Graham people. Elwood. <laughs> Chris Gore, <laughs> Jeff's best friends. I was just, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Graham Elwood one went better than Chris Gore. I just, I think I think it was beforehand. I was growing him on the Trader Joe sushi, and that was an uncomfortable interaction. But otherwise, I thought the episode was fine. Yeah, you lost him in the Easter egg, which the <laughs> yeah. audience hears last, but we actually do first. So that set the tone when Jeff was like, ew, you're eating fucking Trader Joe's sushi? Who eats that shit? And he got so offended. He was so pissed at you for calling him out on his sushi. It is a dick move. He's like, I'm eating this. This is what I want to eat. Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. It's just like, all right. It's like, whoo, man. A, but, but Thank you, Jeff, for setting I, the tone. I, I regret the Fitz, Fitzsimmons interview podcast the most because, like, looking back on I was pretty high for that episode, and – like if I like look back on it now, I actually think he's probably the funniest person we've ever had on with, you know, no offense to the other guy. Like, like you've, you've listed some, like Robert Kelly, TJ Miller, some Rob Cordray, some fucking hilarious guys. But like in terms of like stand up comedy or just funny dudes, I think he might take the cake. And I just feel like I sucked that episode. And I don't know. I would love to have him back. I don't remember um, you having a subpar performance, but I, I co-sign what you said, and this isn't just because like I worked for Greg. He really is one of the funniest, sharpest stand-ups and does not get the due he's deserved. He deserves right. to be fucking mega. 
Like he should yeah, be a household Yeah, he's fucking name. hilarious. Yeah. I've seen him do stand up in LA so many times. <clears throat> I actually saw him do stand up when I was a little kid on like a school trip. So I was the only thing I was familiar of his was like his Howard Stern appearances. And he was always funny, but it's like hard to overshadow, you know, that that crew, that culture, the Howard Stern. Like Howard, Howard Stern's just gonna be funny regardless, right? Yeah. And he's always going to kind of like, it's his show, so he's always going to be center stage. But then when he came on to our podcast and I was really high, I just remember just like how fast he was. And I really was like, even like some of the comedians we've had on, you know, I think that I'm pretty fast and I can keep up with him, with them, you know, at least in conversation podcast form. And he was like the one guy I was like, fuck, man, this guy's good. This yeah. guy is fast. Greg's a sniper. Yeah. Yeah. Did we mention Esther Koo? I was just looking at my list. Yep. Okay. I think that was... She was cool. Adrian Curry. Yeah, we had a... It's been an interesting 10 years, and it's it's a bummer that um, people tend to skip our guest episodes because uh, it's it's fun hunting people down and shitting down, sitting down and shooting the shit with them, but I feel like the Puminati... Again, not trying to speak for the Puminati, just trying to anticipate. I feel like they like it when it's the three of us bullshitting... Or if we bring in like a Dustin Ibarra or Seek or Alex, just like a homie to be a fourth voice shooting the shit rather than like an interview slash appearance. And if that's the pe- what the people want, that's, that's what we'll give them. Yeah, that's how it is for me. And the few podcasts that I listen to is it's just sports podcasts. But like when they're interviewing someone, they bring someone to interview. They're not talking current topics or just riffing. It's like I I, I skip those episodes. So like. Because we talked about this for years, and I will uh, never really listen to podcasts um, before, like maybe three or four years ago, just by doing one. And you've always said, like, yeah, our download numbers like don't do well. They actually do worse when we have guests. Yeah, there's something that just never made sense. You could never rationalize, it, and it's just like a hard thing to like kind of wrap your head around. But it's yeah. just as simple as like people just they like the show, and that's what they want. They want the show, and it feels like with a guest, you have to like digress or move away from the show you mentioned jeff everlast and i did a little msph homework and watched a movie that everlast is in which i didn't even know he was a part of but i watched judgment night i wait a second is he the he is the bald guy isn't he yeah the gangster yeah he's one of dennis leary's henchmen no shit that's cool (laughs) i couldn't place that but now that right when you said it, it's like, oh, fuck, that is him. Okay, yep. hold on. Let me go get my ashtray. I can hear you anyways. This is the most excited I've been for a movie review. I can't because I honestly have been in an echo chamber on this movie since for 27 years. And I've never heard anyone say anything bad about it. So and I've just assumed it was great. So go ahead. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, it was it wasn't exactly what I expected. I thought it was going to be more of like a bunch of cornballs get trapped in the hood and then chased by gangsters, but they just get chased by Dennis Leary. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the whole hood is out to get them because they're cornballs. No, 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 no. It's because they witness something Dennis Leary does and Dennis Leary's out to like cover his loose ends or. So, like, Jeremy Piven gets a gigantic RV that he scams from a dealership and takes 
Cuba Gooding Jr., Emilio Estevez, and Steven Dorff and himself to a, basket, uh, a boxing match, and they try and take a shortcut through the hood, and they think they run over somebody, and they get trapped there, and the RV gets stuck and explodes, and then they're getting chased by Dennis, Dennis Leary and Everlast and um, a couple Peter Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bad guy from um, The Mask, who I don't know if you're familiar with this comedian, Adam Hunter. Any time I see Adam Hunter, all I see is the bad guy from The Mask. No, look, I'm not familiar with that guy. Just Google, just Google comedian Adam Adam Hunter. He looks so much like that guy; it's insane. But um, I, some of it was like a little corny. Uh, but it was definitely enjoyable. I like Dennis Leary as a villain. I thought it might be tough to a tough pill to swallow him. Like he's been bad guys in movies before, but as like the big heavy. Like, super scary guy. I was like, ah, it's fucking Dennis Leary. I've had so many laughs watching that guy. How can I be intimidated? But it was it was solid. I don't know if Clark Classic, you guys had to have seen it at the right age. I don't know if I'm putting it as a as a craft classic. Fair enough. Don't don't say it, Shuddy. It's Kevin see, Kraft see you fucking don't, don't don't cut off the the first K. Don't Get us canceled on 500 Just episode because 500 you cut it off doesn't mean the Puminati doesn't know it's there. It's a <laughs> silent K. But I liked, I liked it. I thought it was solid. Um, it was entertaining and tense <clears throat> and mostly solid performances. There's just stuff here and there where the delivery was a little flat or forced, but I dug it. I'd say it's a solid 3.75 dicker. Oof. All right. See that's not solid in my yeah that's not solid in my book but whatever i mean if you if you say you enjoy it that's kind of good enough for me i mean i am a little disappointed i didn't get a higher score at least break that four dick bar but hey i mean it's can't fault you for being honest it's a movie that's what 30 years old at this point so some of it was yeah. a little dated um and yeah well yeah well, well, well all right can you talk about that though because I feel like I was like, all right, so there's no cell phones, obviously, but like it there's works. The premise works. There's a cell phone in it. Right. There is, right. There is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a situation nowadays where it's just like, all right, we just whatever message anyone on your phone. You're out of this. I know. I, I, I hate or to, Google Maps. <laughs> this or is going to seem like a like a, a fired shot here, but I feel like Emilio might have just been there to get a paycheck and not put the effort in i think that's a fair criticism but he shouldn't be because if you like if you look from that moment on like his career i mean it might have a i don't know how many like mighty ducks movies come after it or whatever but like his career kind of nosedives after that whereas jeremy piven kind of goes up and down and then goes through the roof during entourage Cuba Gooding Jr.'s career just ascended from that spot. Dennis Leary, too. Not to say that that movie was the reason why. Steven Dorff has had, you know, some pretty... He's good. He, he was good. Yeah, man. he's good, and he's had a, you know, a consistent career And for I feel a while, like if, so. if Cuba did his radio character in this movie, it would have added an entire extra dick. <laughs> I was actually curious when I was watching it. I, I made a note in my phone... Out of that crew, like the Jeremy Piven character, Cuba, Emilio, and Steven Dorff, 
Who oh, do you see yourself most as? Me. Yeah. 100% Jeremy Piven. 100%. I feel as though the I'm talking who, who my way out of this it? situation. He's the guy who, no, I'm who the, just... I'm like, the guy. I, I'm the Jeremy Piven. You crack I'm, under I'm the pressure. Jeremy Piven in the final Jeremy Piven scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like I, you try to sweet talk your way out of it. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get out of this. I'm all gonna right. talk my way out of this. I don't have the physical prowess to keep running from these motherfuckers all night. Uh, let me see if I could just negotiate. I'll suck one well, of that, your dicks. Just one dick. <laughs> just stop chasing me. Well, that, that's the other aspect of this, dude. Where it's like I've always been fat, and like I even like as a kid, I was like, I don't know if I could do all of this running. <laughs> oh fuck that! And I like, am not going into sewer. When they go, yeah, like all every, at every point, I'm like, I don't know if I, I would turn around, just talk and see if I could w- win that way. <laughs> like the, like the spot where they go from one building to the other. Yeah. You know, with my fear of heights, that ladder. Nah, dude. Nah, and also like, no way, no way. The amount of destruction. So like they, Dennis Leary and his guys clearly have no qualms about committing crimes in front of people. But for some reason, these guys, they had to, like, kill them. And in the, like, the pursuit just caused so much fucking destruction and trouble. And, I mean, spoiler alert, all the bad guys die. Like, really? Like, you think those guys were going to get you? In a place where the whole, like, recurring theme of that movie while they're being chased through the hood is... We can't call the cops because the cops aren't going to come here. Hey, we've called the cops like three times. Why haven't the cops shown up? The cops don't come there. So why is Dennis Leary and those guys worried about those guys narking on them? Cops aren't going to show up anyway. Yeah. And as we're going to talk about in my review, uh, certain crimes the cops just don't even care about. Well, let's get into your review. Fuck mine. We've exhausted. (laughs) Well, yeah. 3.75 decks. I saw... I saw two Netflix documentaries. Uh, the first one was Biggie. I got a story to tell. Oh, how and was that? It was good. I, I really just liked good. it. But then again, I'm just, you know, I am biased. I'm a big Biggie fan. And it was like. Well, so am I. It, it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a documentary. I guess it's kind of the not going to. It didn't provide really any new information. Unfortunately, it was just more of like a, a Biggie hype video and puff piece. I mean, his his. Uh, his mom was the producer on it. So they weren't, they didn't dive as much into the murder, the investigation or the beef really. They talked about his upbringing, kind of his, his roots, his mom's Jamaican um, and, you know, Brooklyn. And, but I I mean, I liked it for what it was and I'm not going to penalize it for what I wanted to see or what I was hoping to see more of. Right. I mean, it was essentially like, it was old footage of Biggie on the block, like with his homies, with the junior mafia, and it was set to Biggie music. That's enjoyable. That's enjoyable, right? I, I fucking get down love with that. that. Right. Um, you know, it's 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 just it's just interesting because it's you know that whole situation, that whole saga is some of my earliest like music memories, you know, and it's like still the biggest event to ever happen to hip hop, and I'm still like a pretty not, I wouldn't say active, but I still listen to hip hop every day. You know, I don't, I don't not listen to current shit, but I listen to a lot of, a lot more Biggie recently. Um, I, I do find one of the funny things to me about that, or just any story about Brooklyn is how different Brooklyn is today to what it was growing up. 
you know, like no one Brooklyn was eating was avocado the... toast in the Biggie documentary. No, no avocado toast, uh, no asparagus water, none of that. But <laughs> it's like growing up in New York, like you would know this too. I mean, you know, Jersey guy, but well, in New York, like Brooklyn was considered the most ghetto part of New York City of New York, you know, like and they all had their arguments, which is kind of like talked about in the in the documentary you know harlem had its own things not a borough but bronx had its own shit and brooklyn though was always considered the hardest in that area flatbush bedsty and brownsville specifically and now it's just like million dollar homes and, and and it's been gentrified so i always find that interesting just to like how the how weird it must be for people who are younger who've been to Brooklyn to hear that Brooklyn back in the day, not chill. Not, not where you want to be. Um, now so it's many, exactly where you want to be. How many biggie dicks are you sucking? I would suck. I'll go 4.1. Specific, but high. Yeah, I'm trying to do more specific with my dick suckings. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> yeah shuddy uh, are you all right you look bummed out no i'm good i just haven't should be. watched either of those things so You're, the piss bong I, looks like it got you it, it hit you emotionally no no i'm good i'm good i was just waiting until we got to something that i could contribute towards do you have any reviews no oh i have one more but okay. i do want to give the puminati some homework maybe us some homework okay um it's I think it would be easy to talk about even if we didn't put it on people's radars because oh, it's probably, or pro- you know, probably already there. But the uh, I did want to give respect real quick because I just looked at my notes. I forgot to mention. Um, so when I put up on my Instagram story that I was watching Judgment Night and said Jeffro Records thinks this is a five dicker, I got a VIP DM from our friend Lori Levine from the Hole, who wrote. Oh. It's a six-dicker. So the great Lori Levine is with you, Jeff, on Judgment Night. She loves it. Yeah. I wonder what her her favorite character was. I know. May I love Lori? She is, speaking of sharp motherfuckers, god damn is she funny. Shoot her a link. Awesome, awesome, Why why can't she come on? She, uh, we should. She'll hang with us. We just never brought it up, huh? Invite her. All right. I'm going to make a fucking note then. <laughs> I don't even... I think I actually... I do think I have. I, we follow each other on Instagram. I feel like she doesn't follow me, but that's not Lori. That's not how Lori moves. Lori would follow me. She's a so G. she probably does. She's I'm a real just one. not very active. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would fucking... I, I love Lori. So All yeah, right. we got to get her on soon. So what are you, what are you reviewing, Jeff? Where were we? Oh, yeah. Also, just putting this on everyone's radar. I mean, it's already probably on your radar. South Park vaccination episode this week. We all have a, it's going to be on HBO Max, even if you don't catch it live, right? It, I believe so. Yeah. Have you seen commercials for this? No. You know what I'm talking about? I, I've, I've seen tweets that it's coming. And I'm, I'm, yeah. Anytime there's more new South Park coming, I get very excited. It's, I think it's just a. I think it's just a one episode, yeah. one hour special for the vac, the vaccination special they call it. Yeah. And uh, I'm what like I'm that is appointment viewing in the Clark household. And I was 
I wanted to talk about it next week if we could. Yep. I'll be watching it. Uh, last review. Another Netflix documentary. Murder Among the Mormons. Have you guys heard of this? Have any interest in it? Somebody... No and... <laughs> depends. Somebody hit us up about it. Like, mention it in a comment somewhere. But, yeah, this is... This seems more Any like chance Jeff- it was Bonnie? I don't think it was Bonnie. I probably don't even have to do this review. I could probably just DM Bonnie and we could talk about it. Because I feel like she's the only other person that cares. But, she, yeah, because I told you guys I thought before but she like dm'd me talking about how she has a similar love and interest in netflix documentaries or like true crime documentaries as i do and that's what this was it's about these three bombings that take place in utah um and it's um it's among or intertwined with the mormon and rare document or antique collector community and it's a really fascinating story. It's a bit of a slow burn, but it's only a three-parter, three episodes. Um, you know, I it goes less than three hours altogether. I cracked it out today. I watched part of the first episode, the first half of the first episode, like this past weekend. It is a bit of a slow burn, but episode two, episode three is uh, it's a banger. <laughs> this this documentary kicks ass, dude. Uh, I'm. More speaking of study on this one, but because me and him watched uh, Wild Wild Country and we both liked it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Shuddy? Yes, very much. It has a very similar vibe. It feels like it was made by the same people. And it's just like, it's just a crazy story in the 80s that like when you hear it, it's like weird to know or to think like, wow, I never knew that happened. Like that Wild Wild Country is a step further granted it's more of a it's a bigger story that i'm more surprised i haven't heard of but this one is nuts it's nuts and essentially just like two or excuse me three people get uh get a package a bomb package and they're all like connected through like rare document um rare documents in the mormon uh religion like they collect rare documents in the Mormon religion. They work together. So that's like how they're connected. So somebody that's that hates where the Mormons investigation went goes. after them. Say it again. Some like Mormon hater was like, I'm going to get these document hoarders. No, it's so the, there's a, a central character. One of the central characters finds rare documents uh, that, uh, further explain the Mormon religion. He grew up Mormon. He, his family, his parents are strict Mormons and he grew up in Utah and he gains an interest or, uh, in the hobby and he gains a hobby in like rare, rare documents, finding rare documents. And he has like a whole strategy to finding these rare documents. And it's in like going to these old fucking bookstores and like random parts of Utah and just like looking through like the, the libraries and little towns and little bookstores and little towns and like looking through books. No one fucking is interested in and finding old shit. Right. That's how he finds these rare documents. So it's just people he's connected with business connections, associates he's connected with. And there's three bombings that take place um, in that like little, I don't know, crew. Right. We'll say so. It's the investigation event. Uh, initially, they like suspect the Mormons, right? There's, there's, uh, you know, allegations or insinuate ins, ins, insinuations of 
the Mormon, the uh, Mormon church, uh, the LDS, the Latter-day Saints, like bombing or get hiring assassins to fucking come after these guys. Cause essentially he, the early documents this guy finds one of the central figures are connected with proving Mormonism or the Mormon religion and backing it up. Right. And then following documents that he finds is disproving it. So he finds, like he finds a, separate, a separate scroll that just says JK. Pretty much. Oh, blow up that one. Get it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like how the first episode is laid out. But then the story and like the conclusions of the investigation come out in the second or third. And it tells a story of one of the biggest G's in like American history, possibly. <laughs> and honestly, like one of the biggest G that has to be like the biggest gangster in Utah history. Like the way this motherfucker. Well, moves. that's a high bar. In Utah. Good joke. But Good joke. This guy, he drinks fucking four locos with all of the alcohol in it. I'm a little high and I'm not doing a good enough job of selling it as much as I want to. Well, I it think. sounds like but, you, you liked it more than the biggie one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This one's have it as a four, seven, five, oh. because here's the thing is the first, the first, like I'll say first half an hour, first 45 minutes is a little slow. It is oh. a little slow, but once you find out like the story, the like, yeah, like who, who's behind the bombing and why, which is done like in the second episode. So halfway through the second episode. So for like half, the back half of this is just absolutely epic. Like what an awesome story. And it really carries uh, the, the slow parts right. um, or makes up for the slow parts. So I, I give it, yeah, I give it a four, seven, five. Dude, I fucking loved it. Nice. Yeah. Shady, right. You should check it out. I think you'll like it. All right. I will. I'll do I'll do my reviews super quick so we don't spend too much time doing reviews. But I watched the new Disney CG movie, Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. And I'm guessing that didn't land with you guys. I've seen it on the Disney Plus home screen watching WandaVision, but I liked it. That's... I thought it was cool. I like I like those CG movies. It had good action, the animation was really cool. It looked gorgeous. Um it did have a lot of cute little fucking fur butts in it and really made me miss Gizmo. But I was able to power through and it was it was just I mean, if you like those movies, it, it fucking delivers. It's it's fun. It's got really cool locations and cool characters I really like. There's like a there one of the characters is a a fourlet, a foursome. I don't want to say foursome because one of them's a baby, but it's three monkeys and a baby that just fucking roll people. And they pretty much just are a collective singular character, which was kind of funny. But I, I dug it. Roll people? Yeah, like uh, like they're a con a con man group of three monkeys oh. and a baby. Nice. Yeah. For and some. They, they have these beetles that fart fireworks. I like that. It was like, this is what I was looking for. What like the the past couple of weeks when I've been talking about watching these misery porn movies. This was what I needed. Something that was just happy, bright and colorful, fun, and visually uh, interesting. It was the complete opposite of all the other stuff I've been watching. So I give, that one's a four-dicker. Much, much needed pick-me-up of, of these bummer movies. And then I also watched Coming 2. 
the number two America, which okay, I don't know. I I feel like this came up within the past couple of months, but I had never seen the original, so I watched it a few weeks ago, and it was fucking great. I loved it. The I, first one is fantastic. Yeah, I give that one four dicks as well. I feel like it's timeless. You know, for a movie that's from the '80s, the only stuff that was really dated about it was some of the clothing, and you know when. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio are the old guys, and they're talking about that new guy, Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, some of that stuff is feels obviously feels dated, but the the tone of the movie and the story was awesome. I loved it. Wait, are you talking about Coming to America One? Yeah, yeah. So I watched that because I knew the second you, one was coming. Oh, wow, that's crazy! All so right, you, and what do you think the of the first time one? you saw? Well, I, I'm fascinated by this. I'm sorry, Shut. I can't move on because I I watched Coming to America when I was like fucking. Um, we did six, talk seven. about this on the show. I feel like we did, right? We did. All right, maybe I just don't remember. And I feel Anyways. like you had, were just as shocked that he hadn't seen it that time. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a, a whole bunch of movies that fall in that category. Like there's these big landmark movies, but you know I was four or something or six when it came out and it's a rated R movie and I wasn't allowed to see it. And it's just something I never bounced back on. But, uh, as somebody who had never seen it and watched it for the first time in 2021, awesome. Um, and so coming to America, I had seen that all the early reviews sucked and not just on Jeff's, you know, despised toy toy rotten tomatoes, but it didn't seem to be doing all that well with viewers as well. And I don't know. I don't. I don't get the hate. Like I don't think coming to coming to America the first one was like the most gut busting, hilarious nonstop laughathon movie. But it was. It was just good. It was just an enjoyable movie. And this one's not as good as the first one, obviously. But it was still an enjoyable watch. It was still well made, and all the characters you like doing stuff that's interesting and enjoyable. And not every joke lands but there are some that do. And Tracy Morgan was really funny as a new character. Uh, there's, there's cool cameos. The Eddie Murphy's son is sort of like the focal point of the story. Like he has this long lost son he never knew about, which makes him the, um, the, the heir to the kingdom. And his character was a little like kind of douchey, cringy, like, Hey, I'm lit. Ugh, and injecting. Is he like a Gen Zer? A little bit. Is, I uh, mean, it, I think he's supposed to be 30 in the movie, but it was still good. I don't know. I don't. I don't see what people were were so bummed out about it. Like, even if the jokes didn't land, there were a few that were cringy, but they weren't necessarily like deal breakers. It was still. It didn't fuck the experience up for me. I thought it was funny that they brought back all those old face characters. And they, thirty years later, those old farts are, aren't like dust at this point. Yeah, aren't dead. Yeah, and they look exactly the same. Like, don't crack, baby. I guess not. But I mean, everybody does look great in it. Like, holy shit, Eddie Murphy looks awesome, and his his wife from the first one, she's still a smoke show. Yeah, I was surprised that James Earl Jones is still alive. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, he still Crazy. looks old, but he doesn't look like a decrepit old mummy. Oh, James Earl Jones. I don't know. Maybe was, maybe it was just me. I don't see. I don't see the hate. I don't see all the negativity. I don't see why people are so bummed out about it. Uh, if I were to make a suggestion, I would not have called it "Coming to America" 
and give it the same exact name as the first one. Like, yeah, they spend most of the movie in Zamunda. They could have just called it Coming to Zamunda. Wow. Yeah, but mm, you you got to think of like the branding. But That's then true. again, did, did, it, did it go out in theaters? No. I guess no. I don't know. So Arsenio had like a really, really awesome interview with Howard last week. And he was sort of talking about a lot of the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. And he was saying that, so Howard was like, what was it like shooting a movie like this in the pandemic? And he's like, no, we finished it right before the pandemic got bad to where they started closing things. So they had been holding on to this for so long, like Paramount had it. And it was supposed to get a theatrical release, and this has dragged on for so long that they just sold it to Amazon. No shit. So it was supposed to get a theatrical, theatrical release, and they sold it to Amazon to recoup some of their money. And it's funny, too, because, like... Most of the movie takes place at like his palace, like Eddie Murphy's palace, and they actually just used Rick Ross's house. <laughs> like, he's got so much money, it looks like he's an African king. Wait, you said Rick Ross? Yeah. The rapper? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I actually, I'm not a big Rick Ross fan, but that's funny. That's an, that's an interesting, like, little trivia thing in imdb yeah man i gotta be honest after listening to that review it really bums me out that you saw coming to america before i did i should have just sucked it up and watched it i heard it from a bunch of people and i can't even i don't even know if i respect their comedy opinion definitely not as much as yours but i heard from a number of people that it wasn't that good and that i shouldn't waste my time i mean it wasn't like really bummed me out like, like I said about the first one, like I wasn't just laughing my ass off nonstop through it, but it was just, I just enjoyed Good it. Story. Yeah. It's, you know what, you know, the best thing about number one is, and it leads me to a question I wrote down here on my little notepad. Uh, it's really just Eddie Murphy doing his thing, you know, coming to America. And I was thinking if we did a snake draft of movie stars in our lifetime, where do you think on the draft board Eddie Murphy ranks? Because if you really look at his movies, he's made fucking bangers. And he had a stretch. I guess it's not even just movie stars, just like entertainers, too, if you, if you were to open up the question. But he had a stretch from, like, what, the mid-'80s to the mid-'90s? That's pretty legendary. Yeah, but the the stretch since then has been a yeah. little... Well, Pluto you can Nash's, make, Daddy Daycare, Doctor Doolittle. But can you professor. make the same arguments about like uh, Robert De Niro? Like his at yeah. his peak, like you know, his, I think Robert his De Niro movies. he might have had a longer run of the good stuff than Eddie Murphy did, for sure. But Eddie Murphy's career is just like Eddie Murphy is nasty. great. Yeah. Like it's nasty. Beverly I mean, Hills Cop, Coming to America era, Eddie Murphy. Plus, when you say entertainer, you you also got to throw in his uh, stand-up career, which, I mean, at one point... And SNL. I mean, was probably the best the stand-up. <laughs> yeah, at one point, that. Yep, that's got to get one factored point, in, too. His stand-up... Uh, was, he was the biggest act in the world. Right? That's a fair... Like, that's a fair statement, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. So, Whatever. in closing, I'll give... Coming to America, 3.5 dicks. 
Like I feel it's it's Solid. not going to live up to the first one, but it's as far as I'm concerned, it was worth a watch. It, I'm, it's only a quarter dick worse than Judgment Night. All right, I got to watch this. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe maybe that can be homework for next week, and you can put me in my place and tell me I'm stoned. I think I'm the one that's high here. That's true. All right, well, uh, maybe we should wrap things up by paying homage to you, the Puminati. Yes, let's do that. Check in with a few voicemails. Yay! Do we have a special one? I was confused on I where you're going with this. I'm happy this is what we're, do- what we're doing. Um, Are we going to lead so, off with it or end yes, with it? we'll lead off with it. So we can't talk about MSPH history without, of course, mentioning the voicemails. And we have had some legendary voicemail moments. I mean, the... Uh, the fart war. The fart war between uh, the great Houdini and Dan the Farter. Dan the man. Dan the man. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Dan the farter. <laughs> such a diva. Well, cause success went that, to his head. Yeah, he can't even remember their names. One can't of the most, like, from. obviously because of, like, all the epic farting, of course, but when Poudini called him Dan the queefing bitch, that was one of the funniest burns I've ever heard somebody just sprack off. Like, calling somebody a queefing bitch is very funny. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. so that's I, a nice I, combination of words. Yeah, I, th- I thought he w- he was like playing off the name Dan the Farter, but it's been a while. Those guys, like we just we're like, hey, you know, we can't. It it loses the luster of your guys' talent if we do it every single episode. So we're just gonna take a little break, and then they never called in again. I don't I don't think they like me anymore. Well, Pudini is very active in Discord, yeah. and he's active on mine and Dom's Letterbox D. So Podini is still in the fold. He just doesn't like me. Uh, Dan He's... the man have not heard from him. I've even reached out to him on Facebook Messenger and haven't gotten anything back. Uh, and we, I mean, I... Chewy Lee, that epic run that he went on. Chewy with Lee, us, Hall of Fame was, voicemailer. That was a golden era. Yep. Did you, how about did you make Kaka? Did you oh. make Kaka? Just a force of nature. Joel Bong calling in and singing to us when he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Who could ever forget that fucking lunatic? He even got um, uh, uh, TJ Miller to give us this nugget. Diddy Kaka. <laughs> and this this drop. Good evening, mad scientist. <laughs> is TJ doing an impression of Did You Make Kaka? Because yep. he always would lead off with, Good evening, Mad Scientist Party Hour. And his, you know, silly Bane voice. Uh, but we also... Is there also, anyone we're missing? There oh, is, there is. There is there a big is. one but we're missing. Is there? There is. And this person... Oh, yeah. ...decided to come out of retirement for us. So maybe this, this voicemail, Jeff, will spark your memory of, of who's been missing from that list. Oh, I think I know who we're missing. Fuck! It's doing that thing again. Hold on. I've noticed this is every episode. It wants me to unplug and replug in the headphone jack. Hi guys. It's a little bit of bump. 
Ah, pooping Kathy. Who could forget? Angel. She says a little bit of both. A thrice. She's she's uh, I'm pretty sure she's the first nickname we gave. It's got to be. Yeah, because she's she is a true OG talking about going back far. She might have been the first person to leave a voicemail when we started the fucking line. (laughs) She's our first listener. She is. I, I really feel like she is, because as soon as you said, hey, you know, we weren't getting voicemails. And I think you're like, just call in and record yourself pooping. <laughs> and, like just trying to get voicemails. And she she obliged. She opened the with, floodgates, so to speak. She did. I mean, what? It, I mean, and I mean, she would. There was that whole there was a brief trend on Twitter where you we were having people send us pictures of their turds. Oh, that's right. Oh, so I'd she... get a notification and I'd open up Twitter and it would just be a toilet bowl full of shit, shit in your inbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she definitely provided us with um, a lot of visual in addition to the audio. She did. She would eat. You would be like, you would be like, hey, pooping Kathy, can you eat a bunch of blue stuff and let us see what your poop looks like? And then the next week we'd have a picture of a fucking bright green turd from from good old crapping Catherine. Oh man, when when she needs to become a saint. I know she's saint been gone for a while, Kathy. and I mean that that's worthy of a replay. She came back with a fucking vengeance. Yeah, there's a little bit of both that she said. It deserves a second play. Hi guys. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, just fucking unloaded. She, uh, what a great American! Yeah, honestly, her diarrhea, great might even, wholesome American. She might rival me in the diarrhea department. <laughs> Poop and Kathy, who gave us such legendary buttons as this, <coughs> and I believe the story behind that drop is she pooped on her own thumb by accident. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> so when she saw the skid mark on her thumb, she reacted in disgust at her own fucking poop. <laughs> and it's such a violent, propelled poop, too. I mean, math perfect as far as I'm concerned. Definitely some toilet water splashed back up into her butthole. Yeah, she had to wipe the underside of the rim after that one. <laughs> and I can't remember if this has to be her. Yes, that's a that's a pooping Kathy original. I think that sounds her. like her. She it does Bad have gosh. a very particular sound. Her poops, right? Yes, yeah. We all got tricked once by Art. Actually, I got tricked by Art fairly recently. I thought pooping Kathy came back, <laughs> but it was Art who just his ass and his mouth did a great imper- impersonation of her. All right, let's see. Um, where does that leave us? Think this human. Mad Science Party Hour. What's up, boys? This is Tyrell from San Diego. Love the show. Didn't actually listen to you guys' episode backwards on Apple Podcasts. I didn't know how far back to jump, so you guys done a lot of shit. It's all good stuff. Jeff, you late fuck. The early one time. Step your game up in the whiskeys. Uh, Shuddy Boy, had a quick question about Pepsi Cola, whatever you drink. I was wondering if that tastes better cold. That old ass drink. 
but uh, glad you didn't get sick from it. Kevin, love your show here and the Ellis show. You guys keep up, keep on keeping on. All right, talk to you guys later. Thanks, friend. Uh, Chill, you, I think, dude. I think he was referencing the, what was it, 27-year-old soda you drank? Coca-Cola, yes. Okay, you did shit after you tried it, right? No, I drank the whole thing. Yeah, he just chugged it. He flexed on us. Well, yeah, well, how would you ever been able to drink it cold then? It was cold. I feel like. I don't remember. It probably would have tasted better cold, but who knows? I don't remember. I thought it might have been cold. I don't remember. Feels like a lifetime ago. We're a little high here, Tyrell. Take it easy yeah. on us. But <laughs> thank you for the voicemail. All right, here's another friend. Hey guys, my name's Taylor. Been listening for a little while now. Been meaning to check you out. Uh, before uh, the Sirius XM thing, which I did sooner because you guys are great. Slowly going back through all the older episodes. Uh, Kevin's watching some anime. Just a little backstory since there's some people that might uh, be starting to check it out based on any that he said. There's a thing in anime called fan service. Essentially, it's when uh, there's unnecessary shots of behind a chick when she's slightly bent over or her uh, boobs jiggle a ton or they focus in on those or uh, there's a flash of panties or something like that. Some anime have a lot of fan service. Some barely have any. Um, like uh, High Rise Takeover on Netflix. That's a new one. They you uh, and Jeff might like. Those definitely have a little bit of fan service, but not a ton. And then there's other things like uh, Fairy Tale you might check out that has a crap ton. But uh, yeah, just because not everyone's in the Discord, they're not going to know what that is, uh, fan service is, how that affects it. Also, I don't see why uh, people immediately hate Jeff. First episode, because of all the new people that I heard uh, joining, you guys mentioned, like, oh, most people hate Jeff, and then it takes a couple weeks, and they like him, but I like all you guys. You're hilarious. You all bring something different to the table. You just work well together. So I'm going to try and figure out how to do Apple Podcasts just to leave a review on an Android phone. Not sure how that'll work. Probably have to go to the website. So, but love you guys. Uh, show's great. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, Taylor. Um, yeah, thanks, Tommy. He was mentioning so certain animes, if they show jiggling tits and ass, that's there's a term for that called fan service. That's what he was saying, right? I was yeah. gonna add, fan yeah, service. That's like what he's saying. Pandering to the the boy anime nerds who like to beat off to cartoons. It's like in barstool blogs, or they'll just basically softcore anime. Okay, because like I, all right, the um, I remember when I started watching like anime movies when I was younger. They always had to show titties, or there'd be like a few sex scenes here and there. But a lot of the series that I'm watching recently don't have sex scenes. But I've I've caught quite a few that do have what that guy's calling fan service. The one he mentioned on Netflix, I watched that one. It has so much fan service. Like, every angle they show from, like, when you see somebody 
like from the back, the quote unquote camera is like down low and you just see up their skirts to their panties. Like there's so many panties in that and jiggling tits. And then like girl gets her, sh- her shirt ripped or her, sh- or her skirt. And then it's just ripped for the rest of the series, exposing like their undies or their bra. Uh, we had talked about that one last week where people eat food and their clothes fucking fly off and they just nut all over the place. They even have dudes doing that. Like if dudes, it's at the point now I've watched so much of that food one. Like when they're doing f- cooking competitions and the judges go to taste their food and some guy will like scoop like a bite full in his mouth of what what they're eating. I start laughing already. I'm like preemptively laughing because they'll go, ooh, and then it cut scenes to them like floating through space and they're just like, it's delicious, and they're butt ass naked. It's so <laughs> fucking goofy. It's it's just so goddamn funny. Uh, but I'm I'm glad to know that there's a term for it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like when they post hot chicks and barstool blogs. Yeah. Fan service. They know people aren't trying to read the words. Yeah. This one. Oh wow. So the um, the Google translation of what they think this is has a lot of bleeps. Uh oh. This feels like it is not going to oh, go my hey way. Hey everyone, pseudo Jeff Clark here, calling to tell you all about my new segment called "Are You a Pussy?" It's basically me going through a list of Puminati and I tell you if you're a pussy or not. It's a better impression than Neil. It's a very high-pitched Jeff Clark impression. And, and I feel like a very Canadian Jeff Clark. <laughs> I like how he's able to use my voice and since it's an impression he's not actually saying those words you know? <laughs> no it's you you right, said it's that. me yeah, he's just it's doing a character yeah i mean it, it was a great impression thank you i feel like if i were to investigate who that was it would probably be someone in the happy hour that i do every uh week or so it's definitely somebody with a, a an up-to-date list of active discord and patreon members yeah and i'm so not somebody pushing in the back. discord Right. I'm not. Yeah. So that's a, a Patreon exclusive thing to any of our listeners who are or Puminati that are interested in joining. You'll find out or you would have known more about what that guy was talking about. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. To, the Discord channel and all the Puminati just talking shit. It's like Kevin said earlier, it's sometimes hard to keep up with, but it can be very addicting and a lot of fun to shoot the show with those guys. And gals, for that matter. Um, so, yeah, that, that person's definitely there hanging out. And yeah. Just did a fucking slam piece on all of them. And I agree. I agree with all, all that, uh, all those assessments. All right, here's 
Here's an oh, looks like this guy did multiple calls. Oh boy, let's see. What's up, boys? This guy in the buffalo here. <laughs> State me nice. a uh, hot air fried wiener cheese chili cheese burrine burrito. Uh, the hell? Birdie prescribed it. Also, I left that retarded voicemail last week with the uh, same week as uh, brain injury Yoda guy. It was a good time. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll keep subscribing later. I like that he was um, escabroing uh, the head injury Yoda guy. <laughs> like that guy's such such an epic voicemail lever that that guy in a Buffalo was like, "Hey, I left a voicemail on the same show as that guy." <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a voicemail from that guy this week? We don't. He must I mean, have stopped listening. Like he said, he listened to one episode and had our number, and he might have gone back and listened to another episode and just ripped us to shreds and dubbed us, you know, raped in a warehouse guy, head injury Yoda guy, and too much testosterone guy. I hope we get another one of those voicemails, but if we don't get one for years, it the quality of the first two were good enough to, to endure yeah. over that time. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. We're gonna we'll be referring back to those two voicemails on episode one thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy is is tap dancing his way into the 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 voicemail hall of champions. Oh yeah, he's, he's getting Puminati close. Hall of yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's definitely Pooniverse canon at this point. <laughs> All right, here's a uh, guy in a buffalo calling back. Boy, this message is would you? Fucking Armageddon sucks, and Bruce Willis is a fucking pussy, mate. And fuck Ben Affleck. Fuck you, mate. Boy. <laughs> so, well, it wasn't guy in a buffalo. It was an Australian guy. Yeah, he clearly just stole his phone <laughs> and called the voicemail line. You just totally blew up guy in a buffalo spot. Well, here's his third one. This is the last voicemail of the day. Good day, Jeff. <laughs> you know what? Armageddon's actually a decent movie. I can't lie. I, uh, I was just fucking with you on that last voicemail. <laughs> I I do I do enjoy old Bruce and Ben Affleck, but I don't like fucking Steven Tyler and his shitty Aerosmith songs. They suck ass. Fuck oh, wow. Aerosmith. Hot take. And keep on what you're doing. Low testosterone men and raped in a warehouse guy and head injury Yoda guy. It's good shit. I'll talk to you later. Hope you have a good day. Next <laughs> next Monday when you record this, I hope I hope I hope things are going groovy. <laughs> Fuck Chief Brody. Wow. Well, he he. At least he. I think there up. could be some alcohol influence in those voicemails. There is definitely something influencing those voicemails yeah, for think- sure. <laughs> I think you might be onto something there, Jeff. I love it. Hey, thanks, guy in a buffalo. Um, Armageddon kicks ass. Armageddon kicks ass. So I'm happy that he was able to about face that quickly. I mean, you're you're more of an Armageddon fan than a Judgment Night fan. Yeah, yeah. That's an easy Nothing. decision if they were pitted head to head. Unfortunately, I, I mean, like you know, if I'm doing a bracket, Armageddon is the one seed. So yeah. What about I mean, Terminator Two? 
that's an that's a one seed in another region, and I I'd have to. It would have it would have to you'd have to really sell me on Terminator Two. Terminator. I've said what? this over the years though. I said this over the years. Terminator Two is one of the acceptable answers for greatest of all time. You know, like there's there's names in every genre that belong in the conversation for greatest of all time. And Terminator Two absolutely belongs in the greatest of all time. I guess I just hold on to Armageddon being my all-time favorite movie and i just call it the greatest part troll part because i do believe it but terminator 2 is one seed as is rocky i feel like i've always had rocky as a one seed um shuddy have you ever planted your flag as like what you feel would win your bracket of best movie I have not because my top movies are all interchangeable based on what mood I'm in. Right. So what do you got? Um, Field of Dreams. Oh, right. Yeah, that is a one. Uh, I would have known. I would have guessed that actually. Mallrats. Interesting. Uh, I typically chasing Amy is higher on, you know, is... I, I prefer over mall rats, uh, Goonies and Scott Pilgrim. Goonies is hard to fuck with. Scott Pilgrim's on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, and Top Gun. <laughs> nice. Is that your Armageddon? Because like half of it's troll, half of it's real. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we all get an Armageddon. What's your Armageddon, Kevin? Like my, it, it, because my, there's two of you that are on so, uh, Scott Pilgrim, I can't say that. Yeah, but, Scott uh, Pilgrim's on my like Mount Rushmore. So is Fight Club, Big Lebowski, and Akira. And if you could chisel in another face somewhere on that mountain, it would be T2. Nice. Yeah, I think I go Armageddon, T2, Rocky, and The Departed. But that the Departed spot, over Goodfellas. Yeah, the fourth spot could be Goodfellas, could be Wolf of Wall Street, could uh. be Pulp Fiction. Uh, but those three are pretty locked in. I just, yeah, I love Rocky and Terminator 2. Oh, also Matrix is definitely a candidate for the fourth, the fourth Don't one. Don't let season. Dom hear you say that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's on Dom's one dicker Mount Rushmore. That's a ridiculous hot Don't take. Mount Rush less. Yep. <laughs> How you feeling, Shuddy? Good. No ammonia poisoning from your piss? Not yet. I yeah, whatever say, happened with that. That was that was a hell of a performance. Well Thank done, you, Shuddy. I appreciate that. Vintage. I wish we had Vintage saved that for Shuddy. the end. I wish we could have gone out with that. Maybe but, you can do some iMovie editing while you're in there editing things. Oh, oh he needs to, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he? We do. Well, he like, does need to do some editing, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we wrap this up, not only do we have to record a Patreon show, I have to Google how to edit dickheads out of Zoom videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can help you with it. You just got to move the. Uh... I got to blur out Shuddy Boy's Metis. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you just put a. <laughs> Whatever, I'll help you after. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Just send I it mean, to Jeff. He, what he's really saying is he wants the video, please. <laughs> I need that. Hey, hand me the file. Let me, I'll I'll you give me the master file. Just that one for or a screenshot will do. 
Wait, what? <laughs> oh. Just just pause. <laughs> well, I got to say, um, it's these 500 episodes, it it doesn't feel like it, you know? It's it's a that's a, a huge wake of destruction in the path of this fucking Puminati tank engine that just keeps chugging along. And it doesn't even feel like work. We just do this once a week. And it's a it's a true fucking joy. You guys are like feel like family to me. And I love getting to shoot the shit and tell jokes and goof off and knowing that that people actually enjoy hearing it. It's it's dope. This is a, a very enjoyable experience. I'm glad our numbers keep growing, even though, you know, we're not fucking skyrocketing rocketing to the top of the charts. But that's why it's called the Puminati. It's a very, very exclusive club. And the people in it, they fucking know what's up. They do. Uh, they, as of right this moment, we have in these 500 episodes have been downloaded 1,680,507 times. And that's, that's a low ball. It's probably closer to like 10 million. <laughs> but Yeah. I would say a lot closer to 10 million. It's, it's that lips and apocalypse thing that you're talking about. Yeah. These fucking, these podcast hosting sites are a bunch of fake news. I know the real. We're going to send that to Carlos Sanchez and get back on Wikipedia. Yeah. Once we get Carlos Sanchez out of the way, we can do a recount. We'll give you the real numbers. Hey, uh, Carlos Sanchez, are you saying that allegedly 1.6 million people are lying about us? Because <laughs> if, if, if you aren't, or if you are, then maybe why don't you put us back on Wikipedia, pussy? Yeah, you son of a bitch. You guys got anything in closing? I think we should we just wrap end up? the podcast. No, I thought we should just end it in your speech. It was beautiful. Oh. Shuddy almost cried. I almost cried. I, I, I definitely felt tears. I was getting misty. Seriously, though, everybody, thank you so much for for sticking with us and making keeping this going. Uh, it's always been a lot of fun, and it's always been uh, something other than when I've had my hissy fits, I've looked forward to every week. Uh, and uh, I, Kevin and I, we've been best friends for, or really close friends for 20 fucking years, <laughs> uh, which is crazy to say. And, and I did not like you at first, Jeff, but you're, you're one of my, <laughs> one of my best friends Sweet. at this point. So. Hey, likewise, except for the first part. Because <laughs> I'm much more likable out of the gate than you oh, are. I've always liked for you. sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys killed it here. Uh, I can't do any better with the closing thoughts. I'll just say you're welcome. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is our thank you for joining us for our 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 high score, which we're just gonna beat again in seven days. But um we're going to relish these seven days and appreciate this milestone of comedy juggernautery. Who the fuck else is doing bong hits out of piss? I mean, come on. I drank a shot glass of pus out of one of Jeff's sunburn blisters. We are dedicated. God damn it. And we're going to keep chugging along. Sorry, Jeff. You look like you had something. I was going to say to uh, reiterate and bring back the first thing. One of the first things that I said to you about joining this podcast is the most important thing that I'm going to bring is consistency. And I think that's the most important thing that we've 
brought to the table, the internet, the podcasting game since we started as if you think about how many weeks we've taken off or, you know, like, uh, they're few and far between spots of missing content. I mean, aside from that, you know, uh, hiatus that I took personally, (laughs) I'm saying like the show has been published like once a week, every week for fuck close to 10 years. Yeah. The only time that we took an extended break was when Kevin's computer died. Yeah, and couldn't we, find a way to we, get everything. We'll take a, a week off here and there, but never for an extended period of time. It was just because we had no way to record. Yeah, and hey, if you've if you've caught up and you've you've been with us with it from the beginning and and heard all the shows, there is an entire other world of content. We've done like over a hundred and sixty Patreon shows, and then you know if you sign up for the ten dollar tier, you get the video of, of those shows. You know, since we started doing video and just a fucking avalanche of video content and our solo efforts uh, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour if you're in the mood to binge and you haven't checked it out just try us out for a month you get you get access to the whole back catalog and you can binge the fuck out of it and if you like this stuff you will not be disappointed i promise you so patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour and Hey, we still need to hit that uh, that 1K milestone. So if you haven't done it already, better late than never, right? Uh, subscribe. Hit us up with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever the fuck lets you subscribe and rate. Do it up. If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay. I know there's a lot of juggernauts. It can be, it can be intimidating. But, hey, you could piss on your own head while you're pooping on a dog or something. I don't know. Uh, just call 201-472-0139. Or you can shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, too. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Check out Jeff's other podcast, Fade the Media. That's available and ready for consumption and bingeability as well. And uh, I guess that's it, friend. Here we are. We're at the end. Until next time. Something! Poop, 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 All right. Let's see. Oh. Zoom. Poop, 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 Okay. This should like work for me. Oh, eh, You, what up, Shuddy? Nothing. I just, uh, I just had my video off because I wanted you to be recording. Oh, in case you know any immediate reactions to my shirt popped up i didn't want jeff blowing his load before you got on the the video well i guess we're gonna have to wait for uh stand up a bit is that the one you texted me a picture of i'm oh i'm not recording well no i i am you i know you know can be professional and oh, wait oh gotcha, gotcha. okay yeah i didn't want jeff like <laughs> freaking out as soon as he popped on <gasps> so but yes it is the one that 
My God. That is magnificent. <laughs> I could, I, um, all right, let's take, let's try and make predictions. Is Jeff going to go, oh, you fucking pussy wearing a shirt of a fucking pussy? I bet you. Or is he going to be like, oh, you retard. Huh? Oh, here he comes. The dragon is connecting to audio. No, uh, uh. He's connected. He's already shaking his head and yeah, I already hear him muttering, "Oh fucking pussy!" So we're just you are blue as fuck, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Smurf mode. Wait, who are you talking about? You I'm talking about you? I'm blue. Yeah, you're fuck. very blue. Uh, all right, well. Let's fix that while Looks we're in like the Easter egg. Cause... The, the Willy Wonka uh, oh. scene. What's that girl's name? Uh, Veronica wow. Salt? No, it's the other one. I almost said Veronica Corningstone. And that's... Violet Beauregard. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, Vi- Vi- <laughs> Violet Beauregard. Violet! You're turning Violet, Violet! We talked about Willy Wonka a lot recently, and it prompted the Puminati to just do a whole bunch of like fucking Photoshop memes of me oh, and I, Willy Wonka calling people pussies. I All saw right. some of those. Those were pretty great. I the the fucking Discord moves at the speed of light, so I try and check in and see if there's anything I can chime in on. But I feel like I get smoked in there. Should I tweak the lights? I don't want to be blue on episode five hundred. Uh, you guys gotta sure. help me because I mean, I'm the fucking colorblind guy. I can't tell. I I feel like uh, when I the video loaded up, I was like, oh sweet, I look normal today. But I, I'm blue. Am I being uh, dramatic or am I exaggerating, Shuddy? It feels like he's pretty blue, right? It he's no more blue than usual. He is wearing a blue shirt, so it does. I Branding. could see the illusion that um, he looks more blue, but. That is because technically he is more blue because he's wearing a blue shirt instead of a black or another color. Huh. Well, I'm in speaker yeah. view mode and I didn't really get a full glimpse of your outfit before you started talking, but what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck are you wearing? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, is there a backstory behind that, or that's just like what you? Should we? We should tell I just on the wanted, podcast. Right? Is that like what you decide to wear today? That's like this. This was bought. This was specifically for episode five hundred. Okay, cool. There's, there's. We can go to this store. Do you want to tell? Is that an Easter egg story? Or no, I feel like episode? that's a good one to tell in the main episode. Good evening, mad scientist. Blah, 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 hey. Kevin, Shuddy, can you give me record her... permission? Oh, yeah. So there's been no video. All right. What are you cranky about now, Jeff? Don't put our fucking Easter eggs down. I think there's times where our Easter eggs rival the main episode. I agree. But I feel like a lot of the time that's because it's like unplanned magic that just sorts of, sort of happens. And Yeah, Shuddy... we, need the ep- we need magic for episode 500. Shuddy planned the shirt, so I feel like it'll be a funny story to include um, on the YouTube episode as well. Of course. Maybe I'm just being hard-headed. I'm sorry. You just right, want Kevin. your answer now. That's Good all evening, it is. You need an explanation right this second for this. I asked, I asked a question, and shit. now is when I care. 
Let me see if I can <sighs> dim the lights in the living room. Fuck. Mm. Fuck. Now I'm in his head. What is that? Is that a new thing? A new piece? This is also purchased specifically for episode 500. Wow, you were not kidding when you said that was small. That bong is like smaller than a fist. Does that even count as a bong? That yeah, I might mean, technically be a bubbler. Is it does does it make a difference? Not if it gets you high. It doesn't. I was just the visuals of you hitting just like a big piss-filled bong is very funny in my head. It would be very funny, but it, I would much rather spend $13 on a bong like this that I'm going to throw away and never use again than spend a massive amount of money. Hey, it's your own pee. It's sterile. Wait a minute. Did I I know I kind of spacey on the MSPH group chat. Was this discussed? I thought or... you knew about this when you asked me via text message how I was getting high tonight. I thought you were no, I thought you were no, being I... douchey and were like rubbing it in. No, I was <laughs> thinking about getting some sprite and, and doing a doing a uh, a weed lean. But I'm no, I was like going to blunt. do a power hour, that... but Kevin said the uh the P-Bong bet would have more gravitas for episode 500. I mean, you, you wanted to I'm do one or the other. I'm not mentally prepared for this. You wanted to do one or the other. And I feel like, um, you know, I try not to speak for the Puminati, but I I just <laughs> took a guess and thought, presented with the option, the Puminati would rather see the Piss-Bong for episode 500 than an, a power hour. I could be wrong. Nah, I don't know. I do have I, a I trash get... can next to me ready to go. It's a little cringy hearing you say you uh, speaking for the Puminati, being as though you're a diva now, and you think you're better than everyone, including the Puminati. I know it's tough. Well, <laughs> it's 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 a landmine. You're fucked if you do, and you're fucked if you don't. Let's it's put it true. this way: all I tried to do is anticipate what the Puminati would be the most happy about, and try to give them that. Right. That probably actually works against your self-interest or it's probably not even working in the way you want it to. I know. I mean, no matter what my intentions, they're going to be pissed at me no matter what. So, Yeah. I'm, I'm always going to get dicks thrown at me, so I get I get how you feel. Yeah, at least they like you. Well, I mean, <laughs> all the dicks I've had to suck over the years. It's, I've earned it, you would think. Speaking of which... It being a milestone episode, could I get all those like dicks cleaned off my no. record? What you, you can't get clean? a clean dick slate? Can, I can't get exonerated all those penises. That's not how dicks work, Jeff. Right. Do I look all less right. blue? Those dicks are on your permanent record <laughs> and, and your <laughs> gum line. Yep, those stained shirts. I'll never get those back. Am I less blue? Did it work? Yes, you're less blue. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, yeah, you are. No, yeah, still blue, but you're less blue. Oh. Oh. man, we're a step closer into me and you hanging out again. Yeah, <laughs> being friends one more time. Sharon goes. She goes. It's episode five hundred. Why aren't you out in California? I go. Well, you know, Kevin is taking this a little more seriously than Jeff and I. And she goes, "Is he?" I go. Well, considering in between episodes last week, Kevin gave Jeff literally an exact timeline of how long it can, how soon they can actually hang out together. 
I mean, more to it. He's volunteering for the vaccine. Like people are going to have to volunteer for me, for me to take the vaccine. I don't, I don't even know. If, If Jeff wasn't like, the only thing that weirds me out is you going out and playing basketball with people. Like, you might as well just go and have like a five-way dude makeout party <laughs> once a week. I uh, I actually haven't. I've only played like three or four times over the past like few weeks. But yeah, no, I, I hear you, dude. I take it a little less serious than you. But outside of that, that's like the only, it's Plus, like the only I, like physical social interactions I ever have. If I was if I was the the broken link in the chain that introduced covid to the jason ellis show crew i would be crucified yeah (laughs) yes they would not only would they crucify you they would never let you live it down after they took you down off of the cross all that sounds like good content though sounds like good content (laughs) i think i feel like if we had a creative meeting and i pitched a bit i'm like how about this guys i give you both covid yeah (laughs) they'd be like um I, I like your initiative, Kevin, but hard pass on that one. Back to the drawing board with you. We're think ta- or we're think tanking stuff. All right, we're <laughs> workshopping. I don't know. Hey, whatever. Just spitballing. Just spitballing. All right, my bad. Hey, speaking of which, I've been I followed Jason. I followed Jason Ellis on Instagram. It's somewhat somewhat of a new follow, um, and I'm I don't know. I've been on Instagram a lot lately, and I feel like he's been doing a lot of stories from his pad. His pad looks fucking sick, dude. Oh, it yeah. looks dope. Yep. Is it cool? You go there every week, so yeah. is it is it sick? Oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it it's looks awesome, dope, dude. It's it's the like walking... is honestly like the best in the country, or you know, in the conversation for best in the country. Yeah, he's in walking distance to the beach. He has I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures from his rooftop, but he has an accessible like flat roof patio that you can just see off in every direction and, and see the water. It's it's so sick. There's a there's a movie theater. And just the design of it is cool. Like, all the rooms. I haven't been in, you know, anybody's bedroom or anything, but, like, the living spaces, the kitchen, the the living room, the family room, all just big, open. That's where we filmed that, um, I don't know if you saw that Patreon cologne commercial we did. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet, actually. That's, that's all Jason's house. And it, it just looks cool enough to even be in a perfume commercial dude i always like whenever we would bike by there me and my ex or just hang out in that area i always like wondered like man are i wonder how cool these places are because the location is fucking sick but just seeing like his instagram stories like his pad looks as cool as you figure it would because it's very dope you gotta you gotta kill it and you know that's always what i would tell my ex or just whoever i talked about the area uh with people or um it was just like you have to make solid decisions and have good financial like luck and just like be paid well for like decades to land on that fucking land in that real estate and for for him to 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 get into there it's just like damn it's kind of like for someone like me it's like damn that that guy is successful like that is that is killing it I, I know this is episode 500, and I don't want to cut the Easter egg short, uh, but I did not pee before we started recording. Good point. Uh, Good point. Like normal, and it is getting, if I don't do it soon, I will need more than this solo cup I have next to me. Fair enough. 
from Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are. 